Ladies and gentlemen, this is Killing the Business Podcast, and is your the man in charge of this episode is your host and your intercontinental champion, Vic Muskrat. <laughs> Be nice to point the right direction. What can I say? We have an old friend of the show who's back, Jessica from Wisconsin. How you doing? Good. <laughs> you are at the beginnings of the show. Yep. At the way beginnings. So back when back when the little man was not able to walk around and climb on top of me and yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah like I tell everyone if he starts acting up just keep talking and so as as the camera goes <laughs> off as I'm like chasing him as he has a knife <laughs> the dog yep you have kids yourself don't you yes I got three so you understand the terrible twos and. They don't grow out of it. I heard they didn't. <laughs> I, the doctor, that last visit was saying like, oh, terrible twos, wait till they get to the, th- like the saying no threes. Yeah, and it just like, they just tiny, tiny teenagers, basically. That's all it is. Are you going to become a tiny teenager? You can tell me what to do. Are you going <laughs> to be, yeah, he already does. Yeah. How do you how do you think you have this co-host position? <laughs> uh, I say you were, you were the cheapest offer you gave me for a co-host. So, so actually, cookie a day, okay. Get to bang his mom. This bang mom. That's right. That's, <laughs> I mean, two kids, a two and a half year old, and someone, and another one was taking a nap now. That's almost a year old. It's. Uh, the banging is what becomes less and less and more. more yeah, less. well, yeah, that's to be expected. But you also have to squeeze it in when you can. I know. Oh, <laughs> uh, I know. Say, like, the kids are asleep. What are you doing? I don't care if you're. You know, <laughs> <don't care. laughs> so you're no longer part of the fault. <laughs> that's right. You know, part of, when we talked last time, you were talking about the farm lifestyle. Oh, yeah. You're no longer a part of that now, or are you? Um, so I had to take a step back because being a single mom, I was like at the farm 24-7. Uh, so I took a step back from that and um, took over more of a bartending role now because I can work second shift. And my oldest is old enough to babysit. Um, and daycare up here is a nightmare to absolutely find. And if you do find it, you're going to pay out your ass. Oh, so that's, that's, <laughs> that's why I'm a stay at home yeah. dad in the podcast. Yeah. Just, just to uh, pretty much stick my nose in something that's not my business. How much is daycare up there? Um, my cheap daycare that I'm like, I was having a friend help babysit and she was charging me um, just over 500 bucks a month for one kid for like part time. Yeah. So. Around- Around here, even if you want part time, you gotta still pay for full time, and they wanted like two eighteen. Yeah, that's just insane. And it's just like so I'm like two eighteen a month, great. And they're like no, right. and I'm like, so what the hell do you do with the kids? Teach them Chinese or something? Right. <laughs> they better come home with a life skill if they're gonna be like sitting there all day. Pretty much. So you've become one of the elite, one of the elite, one of the bartenders. 
Yeah, I'm just doing that full time right now. Um, I, we do have some animals at the house here because we live out in the boonies. So we, the kids have goats and their dog and stuff. So we still have livestock to take care of. Um, but I'm not getting paid for it. So, <laughs> so it's just pretty much for your own. Haha. Yep. Yep. Keeps the kids happy. So that's the important part. Nothing wrong with that. We're, we're thinking about getting chickens next year. Yeah. Yeah. That was fun for us until like, like I said, we live in the boonies. So we had to deal with, we've got bobcats out here and stuff. So not fun. <laughs> it's, it's never, it's even worse when you find the body. Yes. Yep. That's the worst part. Yeah. And my oldest is always the lucky one to find the, like we had the chickens got killed. So she found the chickens and then she had, you know, meltdown over that and um, one of the, we had bought a couple goats in the like first week we had them, they were babies and one of them got sick. So then we had to melt down over that. And I'm like, Lex, you know, if you got livestock, you're going to have dead stock. That's just how it goes. Like you got to really, you know, take the good with the bad. So I had a cocker spaniel who was the snuggliest, loviest <laughs> animal that you could ever find. Right. It was in the cocker spaniels, like bloodline. For them to go to chickens and yeah potentially kill them but be a little too rough and snap its neck or give it a oh, heart yeah that's easy enough to do with chickens so and after 70 after he got her paws on seven chickens around here because <laughs> around here it's like the person next door to us raised chickens the person down yeah. the road raised chickens after number seven and we were starting to get charged for them oh wow you know it was like okay you know maybe it's time to and i held on for the longest time but finally it was just like gotta give her up yep and it was during covid and i couldn't say goodbye to her because he just grabbed her and ran and oh that yeah. sucks yeah, it sucks but from what i hear she's in a better home right now that's good though yeah i mean different atmosphere always helps things yeah also a big farming field with no chickens yeah like <laughs> she went to yeah, or they, or they lied to me and she got out, but either way, either way. <laughs> so, what attracted you to the bartending business? Um, well, I started bartending when I was 18, so I'm like 34 now, so it's been a long time. Um, but I guess for me, being able to be a bitch in customer service is a bonus, and <laughs> you know. Tower. <laughs> I can I can be myself like I'm covered in tattoos and up here in northern Wisconsin that's a, like not normal um so I so can I'm, just so I mean covered in tattoo what's wrong with that right <laughs> I always figured as, as long as they have a special meaning behind each one well you know my tattoos don't really affect how I work so yeah. that's how I look at it but you know I can pretty much be who I am and not have to, I guess, conform because I'm not, I'm not a fan of conforming. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, it's cash. Like you do a good job, you, you know, it's going to show. Like if I do a good job at anywhere else, you're not going to get paid extra that day. You know, yeah. it's like you hustle more, you're getting paid more. Right. Right. It's, so you write about the power though. I guess that. <laughs> I like winding down my bartending is when, you know, worked at a Japanese restaurant. They made a big deal about scorpion bowls for two has to be for two people. Yep. Okay. Makes sense. Some college kids came in, wanted a scorpion bowl for two a piece. I said, no, 
<laughs> he demands see the manager made a big stink to it about the manager about other places where da, 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 which i couldn't i think it was a fucking lie but you know right right yeah and the management's just like just give it to him <laughs> and I was like you know if you take a step outside and even if it was sober and just an act of god he twisted his ankle right we're we're screwed right right and i don't think they realized that you know so i just finally was like i'm not gonna be liable and they right. went down a couple months later What are you doing? So what is the most, tell us some of your experience behind the bar, like some of the crazy stories, good or bad. Oh man. Um, I don't know. I mean, I've had a lot of good experiences. I haven't had too many bad ones. You know, I've got like the usual bar fights I've seen in there. Um, I bartended at a swingers party a few times. I had an ex-boyfriend that ran a bar, so he'd get paid big money to shut the bar down for the night and do swingers parties, which the you like you would not expect the clientele that's in those things, but they're always really good people and they're always super nice and grateful for you to be there and putting on something for them that obviously is not normal. <laughs> um, well, people need to understand that, you know, with bartending, no matter how like taboo or disgusting people might think, sex sells. Yes. Yep. Especially with alcohol involved, that sells even more. Yes. Yeah. Even strip clubs, I was making like two hundred a night. Me. Yes. Making two hundred a night in cash, and I was going, "Holy shit, two hundred dollars a night!" Why <laughs> the girls complain about how much they made? I was like, "I would love to make seven hundred, but two hundred, yep. I'm cool with." Yeah. Exactly. Um, yeah. Sell. I mean, you know, and you've got to like the shitty thing about being um, like older now is like half the time I'm like, yeah, I, you know, I could dress up really cute and make an effort or sweatshirt and jeans. And, you know, I just, I have my dark sense of humor and shitty sarcasm. And that seems to win people over more than anything some days. (laughs) A lot of people like to have a bartender, especially in some atmospheres. That's just like laid back. It's like, you're one of the boys. Yep. Yep. Have a drink. And yep. some people don't like that, but I've always been like that. If you didn't like it, well, you know, the door's right there. Right. You know, I think being more personable with the customers sometimes, you know, yeah, you could have a super cute face and everything like that. And, and like, I've got big boobs. So apparently that's a big thing around here, but like, I'm still going to make more tips if I have an, you know, in good interaction with customers and like have a good night with them. Yeah, I lost opportunities to bartending jobs because the person in front of me didn't know anything, but she had big tits. Yeah, go figure. Yeah, so of course it's like, you're out, and it's like, okay, whatever. <laughs> it's like, first couple of right. times for me, but after a while, it's like, okay, you know, big boobs rule the world. <laughs> well, you know, they make the world go wrong. <laughs> they do. People think that it's like oh, the Bidens or the Trumps in the world. No, it's women. Yep. Yeah. It's, 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 it's just women. <laughs> so what are some of the favorite some of your favorite drinks you like to make old fashions i mean it's like a wisconsin staple um i'm not i had someone come in and ask me for uh what the hell was it the other night some off the wall like beach drink and i'm like you are in the north woods we do not have any of those ingredients like and i am not gonna like sit and dig through my stuff just to make it you can have an old-fashioned or you can have like a summer hummer if you want something fruity. Like, that's just how we are up here. 
you know, it's nothing too complicated. It's basically like two, you know, two ingredient drink stuff, but yeah, I love, I could sit and drink old fashions all day and make them. Well, if it helps you out any, on my YouTube channel, I kept the majority of my bar videos up there. Okay. Just check them out. Just do like, like, like Tootsie Roll shots, Kahlua and orange juice. Oh, really? Yeah. I've never really, I don't know. We, you know, we drink like whiskey and rumple mints and Goldschlager around here. I guess you don't get too like. <laughs> just do like, you know, like go like a Goldschlager or peppermint schnapps, splash a little grenadine on it. And it's Rudolph's Red Nose Reindeer. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Stuff like that. It's like simple, like boom, boom, quick type things. Yep. Yeah. And you don't, and you can just say you're being festive. You're not alcoholic. Yep. Yeah. So now that we told, talked about some of the drinks you like to make, what's some of the drinks you don't like to make? Um, margaritas for sure, because we have to like finagle stuff together. We don't have those fancy blenders or anything like that. Oh, uh, ones? Yeah. Oh, fuck that. I was saying, like, we, we <laughs> I literally, literally in like all of my years have had maybe two people ask me for margaritas and I just stare. I'm like, can you just order something else? Like, I'm just going to fuck this up. So let's just be honest and order something else. <laughs> if you fuck it up, who cares? They're probably outstairs. Right. Yeah. Most of them, you know, they're up, you know, up here to visit or whatever on vacation. So they're like not used to being in the middle of nowhere because like most of the bars up here, don't take credit cards or debit cards. They have to use cash. Mm-hmm. And it like, you tell people that and it looks like they just saw a ghost and it's like, come on, we don't have internet in certain spots out here yet. So we just don't have the machines and stuff. Is there an ATM at the bar so you can go? Yeah, like- yeah we do do. And we still do checks. So that's how fucking dated we are. <laughs> but- well, at least you have an ATM there. So if someone has, it's like, use the ATM. Yeah, I had a trucker come in uh last week from idaho and he sat there all night and we just shot the shit and watched tv or whatever and then at the end of the night he was ready to pay us his debit card and i'm like we only take cash he's like well why don't you tell people that when they come in i'm like i don't know i mean it's just like something we know around here so yeah yeah, pretty much it's like (laughs) what do you expect it's wisconsin right right yeah like i said the internet you know we don't have internet. So that's why we don't have the debit card system set up around here. So my neck of the woods is you getting close to the border with the internet. Yeah. And on the internet that we do have, it's pretty shitty. It cuts out all the time. And I tweeted Xfinity so many times and they just got sick of my shit. I think they muted me actually, but it's <laughs> no, I did know it's, um, take my light down so i noticed the um menu you put up the other day yeah the food menu not a bad food menu actually not bad at all uh, you have your pizzas you have your burgers and you have your wings basic stuff yep your munchies get drunk off of oh of course <laughs> oh my God. now do you cook the food or do you have a cook chef there i have a cook there so cook there? Um, the one bar I'm, I'm at one bar on Tuesdays. Cause obviously there's, we don't have like bartenders up here. Like nobody wants to do that extra shit. Nobody wants to sit at the bar till bar close. And so I picked, I have a friend that works at that bar. So I picked up that shift. Um, and that's a pretty cool bar. Like it's owned by a board of people. So they all have to like make a decision together and stuff, but yeah, they've got 
super nice kitchen they just redid and they've got um everything you could think of there make all the food there and stuff do you think people don't want to bartend these days because of covid or you think it's just laziness um i think more of it is people are assholes to like waiters and servers I don't even think at this point, I don't think it's being lazy. It's, I think it's how you get treated in that job. You know, I've had people scream at me, you know, and call me names and stuff if I'm a bitch to them, because, you know, if they're being rude to one of my waitresses or if they don't like pricing, because apparently bartenders, you know, are under control of the prices, you know, that just, just people are assholes now and they, you know, nobody wants to deal with it. Yeah, it's like you, like you purposely got a bottle of like of whiskey or something like bulletproof, and you're like, you know what? I'm gonna make this twelve dollars a shot just to <laughs> right. You purposely did it. No, it's like oh, this charges much. Okay, right. Oh my God, we had um, a lot of the places up here have raised food prices because obviously supply demand. You know, distributors and shit, their prices went up, so we had to raise prices. People are fucking just bitching and losing their minds. Like it's nothing we can do about it. If you want the doors to stay open, we have to raise prices. And we're not talking about like, you know, like double prices or anything like that. You're talking about oh. what, like two, three dollars, something like that. Maybe two, three dollars. You know, I know a lot of places just went up a buck or two just to get, you know, buy. Yeah, if you can't afford that, don't go out. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Also, what's the tip in, up in Wisconsin? Because I know in, like in the California area, it's 30 percent. Um, well, it's still like, I don't know, like it's still the basic 15 percent like you would, you know, most of the so, places. Like, um, so, so if you're bitching about the food prices, whoever's listening to this, think about this. You could the bar, t- the tipping standards could be 30 percent. It's 15 percent. Right. Like then give yourself a couple of bucks right there. So take that couple of bucks, put it towards the food. And if you don't like it, don't go out. Right. Yeah. Or just don't go back out if you don't like it. It's <laughs> not because I feel for you. I remember times I would get bitched at and stuff like that. I've been bitched at by 13 year olds <laughs> at a bowling alley, you know, snack bar. And, it, and it's just like, no. Yeah. Well, people are entitled, they're going to do what they do. And in a good day, and if you're in a really good mood, you just step back on, you know, I could fucking do to you <laughs> right now if I wanted to. Right. But on that food menu, though, what's some of the things you like to eat? Um, so we have our crack fries on the food menu, which is like my like absolute favorite, but I can only eat it like once a week because it's so fattening. And I'm like, like, I need my winter weight because obviously it's like negative 14 today, but. I don't need it that bad. <laughs> um, is, there, is there a big Packers falling at the bar? Yeah, I mean, we've, you know, and we've got um, all the games. We always do specials for all the games and stuff like that. And we have like our $30 all you can drink type deal, um, stuff like that for the games. Uh, it's weird now because with the COVID shit that went through, a lot of people kind of turn, you know, they turned in their homes into a bar. So they didn't have to go out, you know, and now, especially with winter and we've had like over a foot of snow in the last week, people don't want to drive in that after they sat at the bar all day, they want to stay home, you know, eat their food at home, get drunk and pass out. So it's safe to say that like the summertime is your busy season. Yeah. Yep. 
Yeah. Um, it's nice because a lot of the places up here now are starting to get really into live music. And I think we really need that, you know, support local type deal, um, get a lot more of the local bands out and, you know, more at the local bars. They're not at the big venues as they would want to be at, but we still make a good profit. Yeah. I've been, I've been contacting a couple of local bands around here to give them. And of course, if you know anyone that wants to be in like a, half-assed wrestling podcast that's <laughs> about wrestling all the time is scattered i'm i have add what can i say yeah you know, just, just shoot me a message i'll get them on okay yeah cool i'm always open for people trying to you know launch their career whether it's music yep. or whatever so yep. but you're a heavy metal girl aren't you yeah yep what's some of the bands you like listen to um so like my number one is slipknot um that's like for whatever reason since like you know middle school it's been my band um and put me on the spot now <laughs> I say like what was like in, in order or just like is this like uh, order um corn obviously corn and slipknot go hand in hand i mean i've always been a big fan of them i don't know why but it's just one of those things um Metallica's probably up there with them. Um, I kind of go off like Rage Against the Machines, probably a big band. I've got them on my bucket list to go see this summer because their concert's been put off like three times, but I've got tickets. Um, yeah, I mean, otherwise I'm pretty, like my Spotify is just a mess. Like it's just got music from all kinds of genres and stuff. And then, you know, when I'm bartending, I'll stick a five in the jukebox and everybody just kind of stares at me with the like random ass music I'm playing all night. Maybe random ass music. You just like try to play something. <laughs> you know, I try to feel out the crowd. A lot of it up here is more country, you know, and I try to do at least like old school country or outlaw country because that's the shit I can listen to. This mm -hmm. new like bro country just drives me up the fucking wall. Yeah, that's it's not. <laughs> Country music's not what it used to be. No, no. But but, I mean, but people didn't realize, recognize that a lot of bartenders will just put five dollar bill and play what they want. No, I mean I do that. You know, if I'm closing, you know, yeah. close the bar down, crank the jukebox up, you know, clean, do my stuff, and listen to my music. But I try my best to feel out the crowd because if you start playing your music, you're gonna empty the bar and you're not gonna make any money. Right. But like. That's that's right. What do you do? Like, like last hour, you start playing your music? Yeah. Um, the bar that I bartend mainly at is pretty decent. Like we have like those, you know, TV channels that have music. Mm -hmm. So I'll do like old rock or something like that. And that seems pretty content. Like we don't have a big dining room. So it's not like I have to worry about, you know, the family atmosphere. It's more, you know, younger 20 year olds and then couples and stuff coming in and that's not like it's cranked so you know it's just a nice at atmosphere to you know, just sit and drink and then you know eat some dinner and hang out yeah so when um when's the last call time are you one of those bars that go like you know when the last call everybody or do you go like it's last fucking call finish your drinks get the fuck out um depends on <laughs> <laughs> um i have been the bartender that shouts out get the fuck out you know i'll get you one more drink but then you gotta get the fuck out um normally at a big rowdy party that's fine um 
otherwise, you know, it's just, Hey, grab one more. We got to go. Got to shut her down. Let's go to an after bar type thing. These swinger parties you bartended in, were you yes. just a bartender or did you participate as well? Be honest. Um, be honest. <laughs> Big spot. I don't mix business and pleasure. I learned that the hard way <laughs> when I dated. Yeah, we all have. <laughs> so I just bartended. Um, I saw a lot of things that I was not expecting to see. But then again, like I ran a porn store for three years. So I guess nothing surprises me anymore. Um, but it really like the swingers parties, like they just they did games and stuff. But it's nothing really different than what you'd see. Not a normal like high atmosphere part you know bar on a saturday night you know everybody was just out having fun they just want to keep what they're doing private so it was just a private event michael cover your ears right <laughs> so tell us about this porn store you used to work at um so we had uh there's a chain of porn stores in wisconsin i'm not going to name them just you know because um but i ran one down by stevens point for a few years as a manager and then I transferred over to another one over by Fond du Lac um, and ran that one for a year or two uh, before I got offered a farming job for a herdsman type position. So obviously I took that because, you know, I'm the black sheep, as my mother puts it, but I tried to like be more responsible, I suppose. But I do miss working at the porn store. I was like kind of where I supposed to be. You know, I had fun there and I did a really good job and all my managers were happy with me. So it's working at a place like that kind of make you like kind of make you feel like you're like you're already an outcast. So it's working at an outcast job and no one's gonna care type thing. Yeah, I mean, so to speak, yeah, but like they, you know, everybody has sex. You know, and it's just, you know, it's like working at a gas station for me. It's like, hey, you know, this is what it is. And I'm not going to, ju- you know, I huge person on don't judge anyone. Like I've been judged my whole life. And I, at this point, like I preach to my children, do not judge anyone. You need to talk to them, get to know them. I get better than me. <laughs> I should say, I, I don't like someone wants to be like a, like a transgender. So I don't judge that part. Right. But if you say like, you know, say like a stupid remark about politics or whatever, and then you're defending it, then you're a moron. <laughs> it's like, I'm sorry. It has to be like a really stupid comment or the, whole Britney, or the whole Britney Spears thing. Try being a liberal in northern Wisconsin. You get crucified and it's just terrible. But I stick to my guns i don't argue politics up here because it's absolutely pointless i have no problems like you know debating and talking politics but once the names start oh then like then it's like okay right there it's like all right <laughs> you're not gonna get past the first sentence then up here <laughs> i mean it's sad it has to be that way isn't it yeah i mean it's completely divided and there's absolutely no reason for it other than ignorance and stupidity and nonsense Whatever Facebook or Twitter says, you know, has to be true. I've gotten so far away from like news media outlets and what I see on social media just to avoid any like bullshit interaction with anyone because I don't want to deal with it. I stopped watching the news. Yeah. Yep. If I, I did the whole like, you know, 
the, the Kyle Rittenhouse. I did have to say like, nope, I had to do my own trial. I, this is like, yeah, so, I did, did my own research on it. Didn't just know what new said. Yeah. But other yeah. than that, it was just, yeah, it's just, just too depressing. Yeah. Yeah. Everything's nuts right now. And like, I want, like, I've been trying to teach my kids. Cause like my kids ask questions about what they see on the news or whatever. And I'm like, you need to do your own research for one. Yep. Don't yep. believe everything you see on TV or on Facebook or whatever, because whatever you see on social media is just pure bullshit to begin with. So mm-hmm. I'm like, you need to have, be your own independent thinker and do that. Otherwise you're going to be fucked when you're an adult. Yeah, I, I said during the Kyle Rittenhouse, my own trial, I said, we've heard of scammers going into groups. We've heard of like people, you know, copying your profile, sending friend requests out. And we have to say, that's not us. We've been hacked. Yeah. How do we know there's not bots or, you know, spammers out for politics? Right. We, exactly. We don't know. It's just a way to divide us even further. Yes. Yep. Yeah. I take a deep breath in. <laughs> do you have any issues with politics when it comes to your bar? Like people get like arguments. You have to tell them be quiet. <laughs> Um, no, I mean, I, that's the usual arguments, like the old timers arguing about how things are being run right now and stuff, which whatever I, I normally don't get myself involved in it unless it gets super heated. And then I just didn't like, shut the fuck up. Nobody wants to listen to it. We're not at the bar to talk about politics. We're not at the bar to talk about religion. That's not why you're here. You're here to fucking relax, have a couple drinks, you know, there's no reason to sit and bullshit about that stuff because nobody wants to hear it. That's all they talk about everywhere else. So I love that attitude. It's just go shut the fuck up. Okay. <laughs> Everybody's <laughs> used to it around here. So I'm like, whatever. Like if they have a problem with it, you just cut them off. Yeah. Right, yeah. Dad. <laughs> hmm. says, Pardon me. Shut the fuck up. Thank you. You want a drink? Uh, I was funny. The one night I, the first night I trained at my like bar that I'm at all the time, I had, this like young 22 year old training me Mm -hmm. and like super sweet girl, love her to death. But she had this guy come in and she got like her face. Like you could tell her vibe was just off. I'm like, what's going on? What's wrong? She's like, well, the last time this guy was in, he got really fucking weird. Just got like drunk, like super fast. Got weird, got really sexual, was making weird comments. People like hanging out, being creepy. I'm like, okay. So she's like, well, I don't know how to deal with it. And I'm like, I've dealt with so many fucking creepy guys between work and just life in general. Mm-hmm. Like this, nothing new. So guy came in, drank his seltzers, did his shit. He got fucking creepy at the end, was starting to hit on girls that like one girl was with her boyfriend and he was like legitimately telling her how beautiful he was. And he wanted to like watch her like change or some fucking weird shit. So I go over there and I stand right in front of him. I'm like, hey, you're fucking weird. Shut the fuck up. You are done for the night. Like nobody wants to listen to this and you're being inappropriate. And this girl just stared at me like I just fucking destroyed him. And I'm like, no, like you need to put people like this in their place. So that's why they come into your establishment and take advantage of younger kids. Now, if you were giving you a hundred dollar bill and say like, leave me alone, then would you walk? <laughs> Way, or would you be like that's happened to me before and i've been like okay and walked away <laughs> no i don't know i mean money's money, <laughs> <Yeah>. money <talks. laughs> yeah. 
I've been told to bark like a dog for 50 bucks. I've been told. Right, right. Bark like a dog. I like that one. <laughs> first, he was like, I was like, first, he told me to do it. I said, get the, I was working at a strip club back then. <laughs> and so I, was like, I was like, get the fuck out of here. I'm not doing that. Twisted on 50 bucks and say like, would you bark now? Took that 50 bucks, barked for about 10 seconds. And I was like, thank you very much. And just walked away. <laughs> I, mean, I, I mean, I'm a cheap bitch. Yep. Yeah. I got kids to feed. <laughs> yeah, really. And all the times that, you know, those clubs I worked at when people stayed late and partied with the, you know, with the girls and some cocaine, yep. or whatever. I went home and I was like, I can get a cleaning lady here. <laughs> cleaning lady and, you know, make sure there's food in, in our fridge and stuff like that. I was, yep. I was an odd duck in behind the bar, but <laughs> I was always there on time. I was always there when it was needed and I did a good job. So who cares? Well, that's the important thing. I mean, you can't even find people to like follow through what they're doing half the time. I've The bartenders I've run into, I don't know if it, they just take the job just because they think it's an easy job and realize it's not mm-hmm. because they, you know, they'll stand there in the corner. They don't talk to you or they're slow and they just, they don't catch on when you need a drink or are you ready to order food or whatever. They just, they're just in their own little world. And I don't understand like why they think bartending is so easy when really it's, you know, I think it's more of a mental thing mm-hmm. because, you know, you got to deal with people all day and you're going to do like, I don't know, and make drinks, be polite, get the food order right. Because obviously you fuck up a food order, you're going to hear about it. Yeah. But also, if you fuck up a food order, you can't be like, you know, let's say like, oh, this, this day's shot. This day's over. You know, forget right. that. You just yeah. have to be like, you fucked up. Okay. Everyone fucks up. Yep not lose your cool behind the bar because once you start picking especially at a busy bar game over yeah oh i've seen i i've got a cook of mine that if we get busy like and we're a small bar we have maybe 10 tables and then the bar if we get busy she just shuts down can't keep up you know order after order i did a bit we did a big breakfast a couple weeks ago for deer hunting when we got busy with all the deer hunters and we got slammed and I'm like, go, go, go. You know, if you just stay busy, keep getting your stuff put out there. We're not going to, you know, we're not going to go into the weeds. And she just shut down. And I'm like, you can't do this. Like, I don't know how to cook this menu. So you, you can't expect me to help you. And I've got to keep people happy. So like, it was just a shit show. I mean, we got it done, but it was a shit show. Yeah. Yeah, those are the best, aren't they? When things just fall apart, <laughs> like you have to pick up the ball, like high scores, you know. Just that's when you make the best tips. <laughs> that's when you have, if, especially if you have customers that realizes that you know you're in a bad situation. Yep. Yeah. Bucks because of it. All right. Also, tips must be all right with the holiday season, isn't it? Um, it's hit and miss, you know, and like. It's weird because they either tip really, really well or they tip really, really bad. And I don't know if it's because they don't have the money because of Christmas coming up. I know like between New Year's and tax time, it's slow. Like that's just, you know, they don't have the money after they fucking spent all of it on Christmas. And it's just one of those things like you just deal with it. You know, we're going to get busy again once tax time comes. And we have, you know, if we do Christmas parties or shit like that, like everybody tips really well, but, um, I don't know. I've had, 
really good luck this month with tipping and I've been really happy with it. So I think it's going to be a nice trend. And I think a lot of people are really appreciating being able to go to the bars again, like, cause we were down for COVID and it was such a weird fucking time. So. Yeah. I would think that if you, if COVID going on, people want to get drunk. Yeah. Yeah. They want to get out. They want to see friends and family. Like I know a lot of people this year, I, Obviously, COVID's still here, but who the fuck knows what variant we're on? But yeah, I know. <laughs> it's interesting, interesting how the new variant pops up during the beginning of a pedophile case. Honestly, yeah, yeah. It's just, what a coincidence! But you know, <laughs> that just reminds me of the Clark Griswold meme where it's like, "Oh, what'd you get, Clark?" And they're like, "Oh, it's the variant of the month club." <laughs> yeah. It's a classic movie, though. Yeah. Yes. And. But like, I know like Thanksgiving time, a lot of people were going back to like tradition, like because they missed out on the last two Thanksgivings and they want to have that family atmosphere back. And like, I talked to a lot of people that were just doing family stuff and they haven't been able to do that for how long. Yeah. I also think people are starting to realize it's like, this is like the, what, after COVID, the second variant that came out. Yep. So it's like right now people are starting to go like, all right, this game is ridiculous here. I mean, it's like, <laughs> yeah. do we just suck that bad when it's only this going come in or? Right, right. Yeah, uh, I don't know. It's weird. Because I'm not, if people want to get their vaccinations, they can. If they don't, they don't have to. I just right. don't like, oh, like shove it down my throat. Like, you must do that. Yeah, I, I totally agree on that. I mean, you know, it's personal choice, just like everything else should be. Yeah. You know, you want to get an abortion, go get an abortion. I don't care. You want to kill yourself because you got some disease that's not going to get better. Go for it. Like, that's not my decision. That's your body, your decision. Oh, when it comes to uh, abortions, I've always thought that, yeah, all right, you, you want to make abortions illegal. Okay. You fix the system, right? You fix right. this for people, you know, for adoptions, you're not to No. Then why the heck am I going to put a kid to have to be tortured? Right. Because you're not checking checkups or whatever. It's until you fix it, ask me again. Until then, <laughs> yeah. you know, I yeah. got my two kids. I'm happy. I'm right. not happy anymore. <clears throat> Knock on wood. And <laughs> now you have a third kid. I can need a third hole in my head. But <laughs> I love my kids. I shouldn't say that. Just right. you, have, you have three. You know how it is. Right. Yes. Yep. And that would be why I'm fixed. <laughs> Yes, I swore swore to my mother before she passed away. Of course, she it's she suddenly passed away. It wasn't like on her deathbed. That um, yeah. If I get if I have a third child, I'm gonna get myself fixed. I did not care. Mm -hmm. And then I was like, No, I'm not. I'm no, I'm not. I'm gonna see what takes faster to recover: a woman or a guy get fixed. Then I was a guy. (laughs) Fuck me. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Fine, you know, I'm in my mid forties. I'm, <laughs> I'm happy. But anyways, um, back to the bartending. <laughs> what time does your bar usually close? Um, during the week, um, uh, about eleven o'clock. Um, weekends we try to stay open a little later, but if it's dead, you know, we're closed by eleven midnight on the weekends. So people are complaining about they don't want to bartend because they're up too late. Yeah, I mean it's you know it's it's second shift essentially. There's bars out there that closes at one, two, four I in the morning. I have read like 
on a couple of the bar group pages, like I was reading one of the play, someone posted, what's the earliest you can close? And a lot of them are like, well, one o'clock, you know, 1 a.m. Or we have to stay open till bar close. And I'm like, that's why? Like you're paying all these bills to stay open, but you're not making any profit. What the hell is the point? You know? I always like bars that had an open mind of if it's slow, close early. Yeah. I mean, you know, get everybody out of there. Don't pay for the extra shit that doesn't need to be on. You know, you'll make it up somewhere down the line. Yeah. You know, yeah. our our biggest thing is, you know, we get a huge dinner rush at the bar that I'm at. And like that makes up for everything else. Like if you don't have good food up here, you're not going to have a successful business. True. True. So. I mean, the, the bowling alley bar you worked at was just frozen stuff. Like, yeah, you know, and not burgers or anything. Oh, the burgers they had was like frozen burger patties and just microwave. <laughs> it's just like, I was like, okay. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, but, but anyways. So when's when your next chef? Friday? Thursday? Uh, Thursday. Thursday. Oh, so you get the busy nights. Yeah. So um, I do like every other weekend at the main bar. Um, and then <clears throat> the other bar I'm at, Tuesday nights we have our bag toss i don't know if you guys are no i don't know what the term would be for you guys but like the two boards that are across from each other yeah we do leagues up here so like tuesday nights i help with that uh thursday nights around here we do dart ball i don't know if you guys have dart ball i've heard of it yeah so it's like a big baseball board and you shoot ginormous darts at it and like it's just a big drunk fest around here um it's a good idea to get like people interested in just having wings like yeah. that. There's nothing to do up here otherwise. I mean, unless you have a snowmobile or a cabin up here, you can't really do much in the wintertime besides freeze to death. Yeah. True. <laughs> Hopefully gas and oil prices aren't too high over there. Uh, uh, so my boyfriend delivers propane and he said it's almost tripled compared to what it was last year. You know, last year around here we were paying two fifty. Now it's like three and a quarter. Yeah, I think we're almost at four around here. Yeah, um, I have a propane tank. I haven't had to fill it yet, but that's because I had residuals from last year. But I'm not looking forward to what the bill is going to be because I believe last year when I filled my tank at the end of the season, it was right around six hundred and fifty dollars just for the tank. That doesn't cover, you know, all my other bills. Yeah, this month, our first month game was, was uh, $625. That's just insane. That is insane. I mean, it's just, <laughs> no, just, I have to, I was thinking about this the other day when our oil guy was here. Yeah. And you probably would know this. Has anyone ever come out and like complained to him about the prices being so high? Oh, yeah. He's had a ton of people bitch at him. And he's like, I have no effect over this. Like, He's the, just drives him crazy because he gets bitched at for the dumbest shit. You know, it's customer service. People are going to talk out their ass. But yeah, he's gotten yelled at for the prices. And he's like, I don't have control over any of it. It's like, so all you say is like, if I had control, I would drop it for you. I really would, but I don't. <laughs> Knowing <laughs> him, he'd probably be like, just because you're being a dick, I'm going to raise it even more. <laughs> I don't understand. I Man, you're right about people not giving a rat's ass about people. Like, do you think the people in the restaurant industry cares about it more because they've worked in it and they understand it? Than yeah. Like, like Joe behind off the street. Yeah. hundred percent. Like if you took 
those people that are rude to waiters and bartenders, if you took them and put them in that atmosphere for a day, like as a punishment, they would have a totally different mindset. Yeah, I would agree. Because it's not just that sometimes it's, you get yeah, sometimes you have a drunken bartender or whatever. Right. But sometimes, yep. but sometimes you know, it's like something happens in the back. You have a drunken cook or something, or you know, it's like yeah, you know, there's different variables that could affect the service, and it's not all the server or the bartender all the time. Right, right. They're the fun front ones in line, you know. Yep. So, does the bars you work at do they have Facebook pages people can check out? Yeah, we have um, the Woodshed Pub and Perk in Coleman is my main bar. Um, and then Equity Hall and Pound is the other bar that I work at. So you work like four days a week, four nights a week? Yeah, roughly. Um, it's kind of nice because like if my kids need me to drop something off at school or whatever, I'm, you know, I'm pretty available to them. And then, I, you know, at night. My kids, I pay my oldest to babysit and then I can go work and then I don't have to worry about, you know, daycare and I don't have to worry about any other bullshit. Yeah, the daycare system is just a mess. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and, and that's something they, else. My wife used to work at daycare and she would say that parents would jump on them all the time. And she's like, what? So we get paid minimum wage here. Right. Yeah. They don't even get paid like what you would think they get paid for being at daycare. And the only extra perks they get incentives is like you get babysitting gigs. This yeah. is even more. That's <laughs> great. That is just terrific. Yeah. And like, I know people that have worked in daycares where they're like, oh yeah, you can bring your child with you. So there are kids with you. And then they still charge you daycare fees because your kid is with you even though you're working yeah well for everyone who's watching or listening to this episode please do not contact jessica just to be a flirt because her boyfriend will come and kick your ass or raise Aww. your gut <laughs> and that that's if she doesn't tear you apart first yeah yeah and you gotta be tough these days you have to well and you know Single mom, three kids in the middle of nowhere on my little old farm out here, you know. I can't, it's not for the weak of heart. Would you want to move somewhere else or are you just happy there? No, this is perfect. Like, I'm by myself. I do my own shit. Like, I take care of things out here. Um, I, no better place you want to raise your kids. And when the, while the world's going to hell. Yep, yep. Burying yourself in the boonies. Yep, yep. If we ever have a zombie apocalypse, I'm good to go. <laughs> yes, I can say if the world, if the United States somehow crumbles, your area will probably be one of the last ones they get. Yep, yep. So you'll be able to load up on guns or whatever. But that's another. Yep, that's we got deer and goats out here to eat, and like we've got plenty of you know space to grow food, so we're good to go. Before I let you go, has it? What's how often does like since you have a farming background, accidents, as in like tragic farming accidents, how often do they happen? Um, we've been really lucky this year. Um, there haven't been any bad accidents in the area. We've had a couple tractor semi accidents, but nobody's died. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think the closest one we've had was like southern Wisconsin. There, like I think a kid got like in a bad accident but otherwise we've been really lucky around here um but it is like super dangerous i'm not saying farming's not dangerous it is very dangerous but oh it's more dangerous than anyone would think 
Yeah, yeah. It's one of the most dangerous things you could do. I mean, there's a lot of variables on the farm that you don't think about and you could die instantly. So if someone was like checking their tractor and putting it like putting like park or whatever, and right in front of it, it slips into gear. Yeah. How much of a slow death is that? Or is it quick? Faster than I don't know, it's hard to say. I mean, you know, like I've known someone that's been run over by a tractor. They didn't die, you know, but there's always variables. Yes, I'll I'll, put, I'll bring that up, Michael. <laughs> we had someone around here that um doesn't like sports sports um who recently passed away because he was checking his tractor. Okay, okay, okay. Yes, we get it. We get it. We get it. Who was checking his tractor, putting part, and then when he was in front of it, slipped in the gear. Oh wow. That's why I was just yeah. asking around because it was a close I friend when he's in. Yeah, I would think that would be more of a slow kind of <clears throat> slow kind of thing because, I mean, if he got pinched somewhere would be my guess or just like, because I don't know, depending how big the tractor is too, you know, you've got those smaller ones that aren't going to do the same damage as an articulate. Yeah. yeah. Well, Jessica, thank you for coming on. Thank you for telling us about you getting us all up to date about your life and your bartending and whatnot thank you for having me <laughs> i apologize for this guy screaming so if you want to get like, fine <laughs> that's why go ahead mine are all at school so <laughs> uh he starts in september nice <laughs> so it'll be interesting to say the least yep but definitely but we'll definitely keep in touch and have you on again soon after winter time and everything the frosts yep and uh-huh. i appreciate you coming on yeah thanks i had fun yeah, it's always good talking to you. Yeah, you as well. You take care. Right, bye. 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 <laughs>